0: This is Rob
1: and this is Sarah
0: and you're listening to how much do we love and I sure wish I could remember which episode <laughs> it's 82, it's 82. <laughs> okay What great start we
1: are now hey I sound weird and that's because I we have do. a cold <laughs>
0: a little bit of a snuffle up I guess On yeah the
1: it's um it's a lot of a snuffle up I guess but you know I do what I, you do what you got to do I got to get the show out yes for the people. We...
0: We, we have people clamoring, waiting, hoping yes. for new downloads.
1: At least three people
0: are <laughs> <laughs> No, there's scads of you out there. We know it. We and know you know it.
1: what? Scads of you wrote in and said that Dr. Drew is hot. Mm. How about the part that, like, all the comments and all the emails are like, yeah, by the way, Dr. Drew is completely hot.
0: Completely So hot.
1: there you have it, Lindley. There you have
0: it. <laughs> he is hot. It has been declared wow. by all of our well, fantastic, loyal listeners. So
1: then, I think I said on the last show that on the upcoming previews for the next show, they showed him wearing a t-shirt and he looks really cute in it. Did you mm-hmm. watch that episode? I did not. Well, he shows up in the t-shirt and jeans. It's like late night because Kaniki needs an intervention, right? Oh. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and in the middle of everything, Jeff Conway's like, Dr. Drew, you look, look at you in your jeans and your t-shirt. You look really good. Wow, you got nice arms, Doctor Chu. Good for you. So even 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 Nicky thinks Kinnicky
0: it's good.
1: I thought that was awesome. <laughs> All right, well, so our first topic is cold-related, and yes, I, I'm, I, this is is living firmly in the uh, I'm not sure if I love it yet category, but I just love the idea of it, and that is how much do we love nasal irrigation? It <laughs> sounds. Creepy. I love. No, I'm talking about like a neti pot or a nasal flush, you know, with a bottle. Yes. I've been intrigued with this by this for years. Did you watch Six Feet Under? I did. Remember that George had a neti pot and it yes. freaked, freaked the mom out?
0: Uh. <laughs>
1: totally. So I was talking to Rob about this before and he said, is is that the thing that looks like an Aladdin's lamp?
0: <laughs> it does. Like you should rub it and Robin Williams will come out.
1: But instead, you put it in your nose and you pour like eight ounces of salt water in your nose <laughs> and then it comes out your other nostril. Awesome. It's not quite as good as a genie. Not quite. So I've got this cold and I'm a little stressed out because I have to sing next week. So I thought, well, I need to take care of my sinuses. It's time to try one of these things. So I swung by the Target today and picked up, I don't remember the brand that I got, but it's like a Medi Saline Flush something or other. Ah. Well, the, pic- the picture
0: you sent me of it is yeah. lovely.
1: That's a neti pot, right. So it looks like an Aladdin's lamp and you fill it up. Yes, so it's a little pot with a long neck. And then mm-hmm. you fill it up with warm salt water and then you put your head over the sink and you tilt it sideways and you stick this thing in your nose and then gra- and tilt it up. And then gravity forces all of the warm water up through your sinus cavity and then it comes pouring out your other nostril.
0: And what is the sensation like when that's all going on?
1: Disconcerting. <laughs> <laughs> it's not unpleasant. Right. It's not pleasant. Mm-hmm. It was a little disconcerting to me. I, You know, I have a little bit of a fear of drowning. And, you know, whenever you accidentally get water in your nose when you're in the pool, that stresses me out. Right. Even though I'm a very good swimmer, I just, I know it's irrational. So I was a little nervous that it was going to feel like that. It didn't. Right. I was concentrating very hard on breathing. You have to just make sure you breathe through your nose. But that first couple seconds right before it starts... <laughs> pouring out your other nostril is a little it just feels weird I can't I it doesn't so you're even, breathing
0: through your mouth you mean
1: you're breathing through your mouth yes okay. did I say nose I'm wrong. totally wrong don't breathe through
0: your mouth <laughs> I was like wow That's no good. I'm also
1: totally stoned on cold medicine so I apologize in advance Attacal. for anything stupid I say stupider than usual stupider <laughs> being the first thing <laughs> the fact that I just used the word stupider example one <laughs> more stupid more stupider So do you guys use these neti pots or any sort of nasal flush or nasal irrigation? It
0: reminds me of the people who candle their ears.
1: Now, see, that's funny because I remember reading about that online and thinking it sounded cool. But that, I think, is a bunch of hooey.
0: It is a bunch of hooey.
1: This, I think, is the real deal. Are you, parts... feel, are
0: you feeling revived though? You know, I mean, well, it... I
1: kind of was. I mean, yeah. I definitely felt good to wash some of that stuff out of there, and I'm I think it's you know keeps your sinuses, your membranes hydrated and whatnot.
0: Is this in lieu of a good old fashioned pick? Like a good old fashioned just picking it out?
1: Oh no no, this is way different. This goes through your entire sinus cavity, like in your face. The okay. water runs through all of your face on the inside. And you then feel it like in
0: your ears and your eyes a little bit too.
1: No, but some a little bit of it might drip down the back of your throat. Ew. it was disconcerting, but I think that I'm glad I did it. Now I'm I can't decide whether I wanted to ever do it again or if I, you know, I'm on the fence. Was it awesome or was it freaky? I don't know yet. I, the jury's and- still out
0: listeners when we first started the show we did we did not promise you that everything would be an emphatic yes to the answer to the question how much do we love
1: well i do i no i will you really say we are
0: asking the question how, how much?
1: much and how, here's the thing i do truly love the idea of it it's fascinating to me and i've always yeah. been too chicken to try it and i want you guys to write in and say how much you love it
0: yes that give, will us sort your, of validate give us your give it your reviews let us know what you think but of. it
1: was just yeah it was so a nasal strange.
0: irrigation,
1: right? Or neti pot, or Net-y. whatever you want to call it.
0: Neti pot sounds like a character from um, the Mikado
1: <laughs> I she was cut, I think, but I think she was in the original. Yum
0: yum dim sum and neti pot. Neti pot. Back when it was back when it was four little maids from school. <laughs> little
1: maids from school. And they neti had to,
0: pot uh, in previews. They
1: had to trim it for time.
0: I did. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, All yeah. right.
1: Okay, so what's next, Rob?
0: Our next thing is something that I've loved since I was a young boy, and I've been seeing a bunch of them this week. It makes me very happy. I enjoy on any program when they take you to a factory and show you how something is made. I love it. Now the more common the object, the better for me. Mm-hmm. Um, this started back when I used to watch uh, Mister Rogers' Neighborhood all the time, and he would have um, the film reels that he would put into Picture Picture.
1: Yeah. Which
0: back when I watched it, it was still he would get out like the film reels, like you used to have in school when you could run right. the projector right. if you were really, good.
1: if you were the cool kids, right? Or the but, teachers' pets.
0: Yeah. And later, now I've noticed that um, Picture Picture takes VHS tapes. Which is, that's an updating for Picture Picture. So Picture Picture, I remember showing us how soap was made. And my favorite one was when they showed us how saxophones were made. Nice. And I still think about it. And then lately on Martha, um, which I'm a diehard Martha fan. I don't care what criminal record she has or what else has happened in her life. I love her. And um, this past week, she showed us how shaker brooms were made, which was enjoyable (laughs) to me. And was an artisanal um, cheese that was made um, that is sold in Seattle at the at the public market. They showed me how cheese was made, and then today, conversation hearts from the Necco.
1: Yummy, good one.
0: Yeah, it was so fun to see how they were made. You know that they are made from the exact same thing as the Necco wafer.
1: You know that I didn't know that, but now that you say it, it of sense. course a, it is. They taste exactly it's a, the same.
0: It's in the same color palette, except you don't get the chocolate Necco sure you do. conversation heart. Oh, oh, you
1: don't get the conversation heart. Right. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: I love the Necco wafer.
0: Oh, I love the Necco wafer, and I love even more the conversation heart. Especially listeners, run out and get them now. Get them early in the season before they're totally dry and chalky. Right now, they've got a little al dente to them. They're a little... <laughs> This early season conversation hearts I enjoy.
1: (laughs) It's like, (laughs) it's a very short season. You have to get them early. It is. It's a
0: really limited time. I think they start making them back in August.
1: Now, do you like the little ones or, you know, they have the bigger ones? The bigger ones
0: tend to stay al dente longer.
1: Oh, those are good. And And they're especially
0: good if they're on top of a cupcake. Because that has added oh. some moisture to them. They're very tasty then. If they are Ooh. been dipped delicately into some cream cheese frosting on top of a lovely cupcake. Nice. Now I'm hungry.
1: Oh, I wish we had how much do we love conversation hearts.
0: Mm, that's a how good one. How fun would
1: that be? Oh, the conversation I, heart. I haven't had you know one what in I, so long.
0: I, I wanted to get some today after watching it. But I here's what I don't enjoy is the newfangled sayings. I don't want text me.
1: I, that's dumb.
0: Stick with "Be Mine." Right. I don't want "You Go Girl" or, <laughs> you know, is
1: that what they say now?
0: Yes, they showed no, ones on Martha. No. they were like "You Go Girl." I'm like, who am I going to give that to? <laughs> I'd rather have one that said "Blow Me."
1: Oh and give them, no. You know? Oh, no.
0: Seriously. But but I just, you know, be mine. But no, you remember there classic. used to be some that said, marry me. And I remember being mortified if you accidentally gave that to someone in <laughs> elementary school.
1: Oh, the uh, horror. Horror. Well, now, I like the visits to a factory on TV, too. And I, it, the ones, when you brought this up earlier, the thing that immediately popped into my head is also candy-related. And that's the that show Unwrapped on the Food Network.
0: Yes.
1: They go to all kinds of candy factories. And they show I remember- how stuff is made.
0: I remember when they went to the Ferrera Pan Factory, which is here in Chicago, yes! and they showed how they make lemon heads,
1: and 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 the the um the Boston baked beans. Don't they make those too? Mm-hmm. Yes, so good.
0: Anatomic fireballs they make here oh, too. I
1: love those. There's something really fun about seeing like 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 a a giant vat of something.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Yes, and just pouring in. Look at all the you lemon know, heads.
0: <laughs> on unwrapped <laughs> the other day they were showing how they make jolt mints which are like full of caffeine i guess huh it was not it made me want to steer clear of them
1: ew that doesn't there, sound good anyway
0: there was this big rubbermaid thing um that literally looked like someone bought it at a tupperware party and then with a sharpie had written on it caffeine <laughs> and yeah. then they just kept dumping this white powder into i'm like is this cocaine? What are they giving us? Like, oh no! I don't. I didn't enjoy the jolt behind the scenes.
1: I was at Frys one time with a friend of mine, and we were just walking past the TV department. You know, so there were like fifty-seven TVs, and they were all turned to an episode of Unwrapped while they were making Christmas candy. The kind I think I feel like maybe we talked about this. The kind of hard Christmas candy that's like the ribbon candy, or this in particular was the kind that's like little slices, and they have a Christmas tree inside. Oh, yes. You know what I'm talking about? We just both stood there. The sound was off, and we both, without talking, just sort of stopped and stared mesmerized as we watched. Now, wait a minute. TV You're TV not TV. talking
0: about Christmas nougats, are you?
1: No, not the nougats. These are the hard uh, ones, but it's probably the same principle.
0: The nougat, frankly, we've ta- I know we've talked about the nougat, yeah. but Christmas and Valentine's are kind of the only time you can get the nougat, and I love them. I just, I just love the seeing, especially when it's a small factory. I mm-hmm. like seeing how things
1: and i love that there's like some big super intricate crazy industrial machine that just does one thing yeah this is the you know this is the part that stamps the saying on it
0: exactly well they were showing someone whose job it was to take red ink and or food coloring and put on the big ink pad that stamps all the hearts fun that's his job And they make all the colors individually, of course, but then it's someone else's job to make sure that they're all get mixed up so that you don't end up with a box full of orange ones.
1: Oh, I would like that because orange is my favorite.
0: Mm, That would be fun, actually, if they did some Conversation Hearts in, like, just monochrome.
1: Like the way the Jelly Belly, you can buy them all just one color. Mm
0: -hmm. You know, that's something I would love to do. I would love to go to the Jelly Belly factory because there's a tour you can take.
1: Wait, isn't that in California?
0: It's in Chicago.
1: Oh, it's in Chicago?
0: Mm-hmm. Suburbs, I think up by oh. Gurney Mills or someplace.
1: Maybe we can go next week.
0: Because when they show clips of it, it's like a train, but it's operated by a golf cart.
1: I love that.
0: I love a factory
1: tour. Oh, yeah, me too.
0: The Celestial Seasonings tour in Boulder, Colorado, not to be missed. <laughs> so good.
1: I'm intrigued by the Jelly Belly um, tour. No, see Jelly Belly factory tour, Fairfield, California. See, I knew it was somewhere out here.
0: No, wait a minute. I swear to God it's in the suburbs of Chicago.
1: I don't know. This is why we do research ahead of time. Um, no, it's out here. It's in Fairfield, California. I never knew. Well, I guess why did I know. think
0: that it wasn't? I feel like I've seen brochures for it. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Hey, has anybody been to an excellent factory tour? Hmm. Let us know. I'd-
0: yeah, or what's your favorite, um, what's your favorite, see, there's a Jelly Belly, there is a, there's a Jelly Belly um, center hmm. at, located on I-94, Milwaukee and Chicago, it says right here, JellyBelly.com, fun tours.
1: Okay, I believe you, but it seems like the main factory is up here, in the. it's way up in the East Bay. It's, it's the totally Wisconsin
0: Warehouse Tour on Jelly Belly Lane in Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin.
1: Huh, interesting. All right. Well, maybe you should go to that one, and I'll go to the one in California, and then we'll compare notes.
0: Mm, Jelly Belly is Interestingly are good.
1: enough, orange is my favorite conversation heart, and the tangerine Jelly Belly is my favorite Jelly Belly. Love it. All right. Um, I'm trying to think of other factory things that are interesting. I saw a thing online that was a tour of a no- the Cup Noodle factory. Mm. Fascinating to me. Yeah. So check it out, people. Factory tours on TV. What are your favorites? All right.
0: Let's- well- Okay, our last one is something I've really been enjoying a lot lately. Um, I love the Wine Cube from Target. I haven't had it. Okay, it's really, really good. They are... It's good. Yeah, they are... I actually just... If you look up online, you can just go... um, Actually, I found an article when I just did a Google search a a little while ago of... um, Like, the San Francisco Chronicle had done this whole, like, um, taste test and comparison and pricing of all kinds of different boxed wines. Uh Uh-huh. And the Target one said that – the Target one ranked really well. But I love it. It's super easy to find. I like the aesthetic of it. It's a perfect cube. And they, they, you know, they advertise that they're easy to pack, easy – They're super easy to drink, which I think is more important.
1: Don't they make Uh, a little individual version, like a juice box?
0: Yes, they do. Yummy, yummy juice boxes. In fact, the other night um, I had the Chardonnay juice box, and it was (laughs) quite enjoyable.
1: I love that And it's a
0: hefty serving, the juice box, because it's kind of, it feels like, you know, it's about the size of a Red Bull can.
1: I wonder how many ounces it is.
0: Hmm, I wish I still had one left, but alas, I drank all four of them. (laughs) But these little boxes are really cute. They come in a two bottle cube and a four bottle cube.
1: Nice. Well I'll have to check it out. You know, I have I'm part of all these wine clubs, so I have all this wine, so I don't buy wine very often because I'm always trying to get through the stuff I have. But maybe we'll check it out next week when I'm in Chicago. Yeah.
0: And um I did a little tiny bit of research on the wine cube and the the one that's available at Chicago, at um Target does really, really well. And um it's reasonably priced. Um, For the whites, you can actually get like those little neoprene holders for them. So like it's the one that that fits it perfectly if you're going to picnic or whatever and you wanted to keep your white nice and chilled. And um, all of the wines are like this. I'm right now I'm having the Australian Shiraz while Mm -hmm. I'm taping. Um, They're all imported and bottled and everything um, or boxed rather, um, especially for Target by the Trinchero people in Napa. So, they know what they're doing. Yes. Well, wine slubs.
1: Apparently, it holds the equivalent of four bottles of wine or 25-ounce glasses for about $16. So, that's about $4 a bottle. Yeah. That seems pretty good to me.
0: And, like, the Shiraz one, and the best thing about it is, like, um, you know, it has the traditional little spigot like you're used to from when you drank Franzia. Franzia, (laughs)
1: right.
0: Um, It's got that, but I like the cube, like, honestly... There's just a little – we have a little window sill in our um, kitchen that the window doesn't really go to anything. It goes to the brick wall of the two-flat right next to us. So right,
1: right.
0: It's a window with a little bit of light but no, like, heat or anything. So I just set my little Shiraz cube right there on the windowsill, and it's kind of like a soap dispenser. <laughs> you, you, you just need a little squirt before you – A
1: couple of pumps. Yeah, Oh, that sounds good. And then
0: it doesn't get that, you know, it doesn't get that feeling of like, oh, this red wine's been open for, you know, a day or a couple days, and I should probably just pour it down the drain.
1: Well, I'm reading that it says the unique system to prevent spoilage, a ramp system within the cube ensures that the wine is never exposed to oxygen. This unique system makes it possible for the wine cube to last six weeks after opening.
0: Yeah, right? That's a good thing. I bet it lasts a
1: full six weeks at your house.
0: Uh, right. I'm lucky if a wine cube can make it like three days.
1: <laughs> That's a lot of wine there.
0: Uh, you know, the bad thing about it, and I've talked about this before on the Daily Purge, is that um, I wish that there was like a, a fuel gauge on it.
1: Oh, right. To give you an idea. The good thing about
0: e and units consumed, I'm totally like Bridget Jones's diary. Like I need to know how much I've had. Right. And, you know, if I open a bottle of wine by myself...
1: You can I see. know when yeah. I'm
0: getting about halfway through, I should be like, "Ugh, Lindley, go to sleep. Right. Or if I drink the whole bottle, then I think, I'm Lindley, <laughs> go buy another bottle. <laughs> um, but with this, you really, it's tough to keep track. I feel like I need to have like a wax pencil that I keep next to my wine glass and I do like hatch marks, right. something, I don't know.
1: Like when, you know, when you're at a, at a party or a big dinner and someone just keeps filling up your glass before you're finished. It's like that. That's when you get into trouble. <laughs> Yeah, That's when I get into trouble. Hello, Listener Party San Francisco. This is is
0: not a bottomless (laughs) cup of coffee from Denny's.
1: (laughs) Right. Well, speaking of Listener Party San Francisco, um, we're having Listener Party next week in Chicago. That's
0: very exciting. Where I will not
1: be drinking much. (laughs) I
0: won't. We're going (laughs) to... Well, I'm excited because we're going to be at Hamburger Mary's, and we're going to be upstairs um, in their lounge slash bar called Mary's Attic. We're going to be there at starting at about 7 o'clock, and we let you all know that you can order off their menu, and they have yummy, yummy mini burgers and regular burgers. We and love lots a mini. of mini. Yeah, the mini burgers, though, are amazing. I love them.
1: Exciting. Um, this is Tuesday, February 5th, by yes, the way.
0: we will um, it's 5400 North Clark At the corner of Clark and Balmoral We'll be there uh, starting around 7 o'clock Having um, some beverages And um, some Mini hamburgers And hanging out with you guys And um, taking some pictures
1: Yes, uh, I can't wait Uh hope you guys can come by and have a drink And say hello um, I think we're
0: going to play some games too
1: Yeah, And then on Friday uh, The uh, 8th Sixth, yes. Seventh, eighth. Uh, I'm going to be singing at Davenport's in um, a show called "It's About Time," which is celebrating the music or the lyrics of Sherry Coons, one of my dear friends, one of our dear friends, and a listener. Um, hi, Sherry. Hi. <laughs> so come and see us sing, me and Sherry, and some other fun people. Eight o'clock at Davenport's, which is on Milwaukee in in Chicago, and the phone number for reservations is seven seven three two seven eight. One eight three zero. I think it's fifteen dollars with a two drink minimum, but I'd love to see you guys. Hopefully I will be over my cold and not sound like B Arthur. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sure you won't, even oh, with we'll a see.
1: cold. Oh wait, wait, one more thing. Um if you enjoyed the show and you haven't yet, could you please leave us a review on iTunes in the iTunes music store? That yes. is helpful for us and we would love to see your comments.
0: Yes. And you can write in with any other comments you have about stuff you love, factory tours you love, nasal irrigation, nasally wine cute, other box wine that you enjoy, write into to us at podcast at com or call our listener line.
1: Oh, you know what? We have a new listener line. Ew. Because the old listener line got canceled uh, without me knowing. So if you have left us a message in the last, oh, two, three months... We didn't get it. It's not that we didn't mean to respond. So call us back and let's see. What's our new listener line? I'm unprepared. I know it's got 666 in it, which is kind of fun. Okay. Yeah, it is. (laughs) New listener line is 206-666-5995.
0: Excellent. I don't think so well that it
1: spells anything. Um, and what would make me happier than anything in the world is if one of you would take a photo or have someone take a photo of you using a neti pot. I might lose okay. my mind. <laughs> okay. Come on. That would be good. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody.